and welcome to episode 17 of the Critical Twits. Today we're going to be talking about abstract puzzle games that you can play with your friends. Welcome back. I'm Brian. I'm Colin. And I'm Aaron. And you're in the wrong order. Yes. You mixed it up. Disgusting. Ask because Aaron's in my seat. Yeah, that's a good point. You're in mine, but... Yeah. Yeah, we, we obviously go clockwise, starting with me. It's like <laughs> playing a board game, which brings me to our topic today, board games. We're going to talk about some abstract puzzle games that we've been playing recently. Yes. We're going to talk about the ball-based puzzler Dimension. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about the picture-based puzzler Dixit. Yay. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the ghost-based puzzler Mysterium, with added pictures. Yes. No balls. Oh, well, I mean, the, the, the little markers you get a Ball shapes. They are, they've got crystal balls. Excellent. Welcome to the Balls and Pictures <laughs> episode. Well, oh. it was inevitable if we wanted to be famous on the internet. Or Balls and Pictures. Yeah. yeah we could true. Kim Kardashian it up with some naked selfies. No. No. No? No. no. Okay. I don't want to see pictures of myself naked. I can't imagine what other people... It's more, it doesn't matter how much photoshopping I do, I will not make it bright and look good. There's, there's oh, cheers, buddy. <laughs> Put some extra hair on me. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Should we start with Dimension? Yeah, we'll start with Dimensions, because it's most... It's easiest to describe. Yeah. yeah. Colin, tell us exactly... <laughs> You look so annoyed. Uh, yes, is it dimension or dimensions? I thought it was dimension. It's dimensions. Dimensions. I okay. thought it, yeah, dimensions. Yeah, that makes sense. So dimensions is a puzzle game where you have to stack different coloured balls on top of each other. Yep. You have four different colours of balls or five? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> five, five different coloured balls. And you will draw a set of cards each round. That give you rules, so you might not be allowed to have any of your blue balls touching your black balls. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about that, Grimes? Um, oh, mature podcast. <laughs> you might have to place your white balls on top of the other balls. They can't be underneath anything because they'll get squashed. That's where a lot of people want. <laughs> uh, you might have to have more green balls than orange balls. And you've got lots and lots of these cards that you get six in the middle. So every single time you play, theoretically, mathematically speaking, each round should be completely different. Yes. You then have a timer that's flipped over and you have to arrange your balls in a pyramid. I'm laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, and who, at the end you check to make sure you haven't broken any of the rules yep. and the you get a certain number of points based on how well you did. Yes. Um, we've played this a few times, Aaron. You've played this once, Colin. Yep. Um, at the... Actually, I'll have you know game. I played it twice. You played it twice? Yeah, yeah. fucking hated it as much as the first time. <laughs> yeah. So what didn't you like about it? It was... Uh, well, no, I can see why it was a good game. A couple of the people we were with were thoroughly enjoying themselves because they like that type of quick thinking and... You took a deep logical. breath like you were going to say something really mean. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to say their names because we're not allowed to. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that... Susan and Terence. We don't know any girls, Brian. <laughs> I met one once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they... It's very logical and quick thinking, and I'm neither yeah. logical or quick thinking. <laughs> oh, bless you. I do remember after the first game we played, I think we turned to each other and went, my brain hurts. It really, <laughs> really did. Bear in mind, it, it might have been the 
choice of venue because I was being stressed out that entire weekend and going for a cigarette every yes. 15 yeah. seconds. So by the end, by playing one of those games, my brain was actually leaking out of yeah. Although, having played in a quieter environment, so you didn't have all the other distractions, my brain still hurt playing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I have played it since, but that was with children, which is not entertaining Did, at all. You played oh, it with children? Yeah. Did you beat them? No. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I'm neither logical or yeah. quick thinking. Now, it, it sounds really dry, and that, that description probably sounded a little bit flat. You know, you stack up some balls in a yeah. pyramid. <laughs> on the timer. But actually, I quite like it. It's a puzzle. It change as I said. It changes every single time, which um, I quite like because yep. I'm easily bored. Yeah, um, and I would remember the solutions because I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can remember things like that. Yeah, it's a curse. It's a gift. It makes me who I am. That's why we can't beat him at Street Streets of Rage. Yes, yeah. Street Fighter. So yeah, he cheats because I remember. My brain will still remember exactly how everything works twenty years later. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you what I had for dinner yesterday. Did I eat yesterday? I can't remember either. What's dinner? It's the thing you shovel in your face occasionally, I think. It's the beginning of the Batman theme. Dinner, 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 dinner. Oh, God. If you haven't heard, listen to our uh, Batman podcast that we did last week. We said he was a fascist. (laughs) I stand by that 100%. You got really angry. I did. Don't like fascists. Well, yeah, fair enough. But he's a fictional character. He's not going to register your hatred of his fascism. No, but he's... And most fascists tend to channel that hatred. So good. Glad you hate me because you're not the sort of person I want. Yeah, exactly. Opening that under the table won't help you, Colin. <laughs> yes, it will. Um, yeah, so I enjoyed playing with uh, with Dimensions Balls. Yeah. Um, I, like it. I like the fact it's on a timer because it induces uh, quite a nice sense of panic yeah. when you realise that holy shit, you've left a, a blue ball at the bottom and you shouldn't have done that and you've got two balls touching and oh, it's all, yeah. it's all terrible. They were very kind of the convention not to put that timer on us for a start because oh. let's get used to it and yes. it's still stressful. Yeah. I can, oh, yeah. I mean, what, we had three or four rules? Yeah, I think it I was just constant. I can only rules. concentrate on one at a time. It's like, <laughs> right, yeah. I build a pyramid with this one rule. Uh, I've forgotten the yeah. other three. Right, put all the, right, it, it needs to have whites not on the top. Put all the whites at the bottom, then you look across. Oh, they're not allowed to be touching. Uh, bum. Because you will come across rules that conflict with each other, so you yes. can't complete them. Yeah, yeah so you then choose. Pick, yeah, there are alternate rules where you swap those ones out. Yeah. Or you take them out, or you do other things. I but, like yeah. that being in there, because it means that... You're going, all oh, right, I need to fit all these rules, and you've got one that doesn't quite fit, so you've got a brief second where you have to pick one or the other. Yeah, and it slows you down, yes. and it makes you hesitate, and it gives you a choice and an option, and when you're trying to stack all your balls together in a minute, it's actually quite tricky to, to do that, it does slow you down. I I like it, I'm not very good at it, yeah. and normally I'm quite competitive when we play competitive games, I yes. want to win, I go into that knowing I'm not going to win. Yeah. I still get yeah. a little bit competitive but not as much as I normally would because it's not really a strength of mine, that three-dimensional thinking. Um, Colin's really bad at three-dimensional thinking. Um, What do you do during the day, Colin? (laughs) I make 3D models. Excellent. (laughs) I mean, I was really surprised about that (laughs) because... I thought you'd be really good at it. Because you have to have a particular way of thinking. You have to be good at... 3D thinking is a distinct part of your brain. The very... Well, not very few, but a very distinct level of people are actually good at it's it's a difficult part of the brain that's very very recently been evolved. Yeah, as a concept, as a yeah area of the brain. 
you obviously have it developed because you're able to do 3D modelling yep. to an incredibly good standard. Oh, thank you. Um, and yet you're rubbish at this. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why? And here's a little cheat idea. You know when I'm building a 3D model? Yeah. I build a 2D model, then turn it to the side, and then build a 2D model, and then turn it to the side. I build it as lots of 2D parts that okay. sew together. Is that why it takes you so bloody long? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Colin! Well, no, uh, same same way around it. Same as when I used to do my um, old GW paintings. I'd always paint them from one angle and then go, oh, hang on, there's the rest of a model here. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that bit. Your painting is amazing, though, Colin. We should definitely do some painting videos. Yeah, we should, and some some painting lessons. I think I think the problem is it's not the three D building of the pyramid; it's the multiple rules at once. Yeah, it's like yeah. what we're saying. Well, it's not like anything at all. But like Malifaux. Okay, Malifaux. Yeah. I could not get the hang of four rules that I've got to pick two, and they've picked two, and I've got to remember four different rules because you uh, don't know which ones they've picked, so you've got to bear them all in mind at once. And, and yeah. my head bled, and I lost the game without even. I might as well have not been playing. Thank you, glorious <laughs> victory. Now <laughs> I've got a bit more used to it. I'm actually not bad at Malifaux, yeah. And I've got I've got used to the multiple rules, so maybe if I kept playing it, I would have I'd get better at it. Yeah. I think at the time I didn't enjoy it because there was 600 people bumping into the back of me constantly. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. Some people pay good money for that. They do. <laughs> I didn't get paid at all. Yeah. 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 No, I really enjoy it as a as a game. I'm yeah. reasonable at it. It's not the kind of game you build a gaming night round. You won't say, come no. over and we'll play Dimensions and we'll yes. stack some balls. It makes a really Ooh. good game. Filler. Yeah, while you're setting up another game, you get a couple of people, or I think four yeah. people can play at once. Yeah, well you could, you could in theory buy multiple boxes yeah. and all just play together because you've got the cards yeah. in front it's of you. Uh, our friend has got Two sets. Two sets of balls. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, this is terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Dimensions. I think if we were having a gaming night again, it's, yeah, something I'd play for 20 minutes or so. Yeah, I'd be rubbish yeah. at it. Yeah, a game doesn't take that long because it's, what, five or six rounds. Each round is, is it a minute or 90 seconds? A minute, I think. A minute, yeah. yeah. So, and then you set up and you count and you do that, which takes long. So, yeah, it took 20, 30 minutes for a game. About the same time it takes to set up and Wiggly Imperium. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's just to count out the pieces of the Imperium and to remove the space turtles so that Brian doesn't get them, otherwise he gets upset. Um, yeah, it's a really nice game. It's a different part of your brain, I think, to what a lot of games. Yeah, definitely aim for. Yeah, it's you don't get a lot of three-dimensional things, no. and that it's that three-dimensions. The fact they stack up into it's not technically a pyramid, but it's kind of like a. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll um, pyramid. Yeah, yeah, the fact that it stacks up like that makes it very, very different to other sort of puzzle type games. Yes. Um, and then with the added pressure, I mean, the number of times I've got to the end, gone, yes, I've got no points because I messed up that. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what really I was good. doing constantly, building a pyramid and going, I haven't paid attention yeah, to yeah. anything. And if the game subtly <laughs> encourages you to push because you get a point for each ball that's on that's down in there yeah you could only put down the first layer and then not put down the rest so you don't you'd get a point for each ball that's there and then you wouldn't lose any points because you've not broken any rules that's the way it works it's yeah the number of, of balls that you put down minus the number of rules that you've you've broken yeah yes or two for each rule, i think but someone else could get put the whole pyramid in Break a rule, but still get more points than you. Yeah. If you get the whole pyramid down, 
using one of each colour yes. and not breaking any rules, you get a bonus token and they add up and give you extra points at the end yeah, as well. It works as like a multiplier, I think. Yeah, so the more yeah. times you do that in the six rounds, the yeah. better. And if you don't get any, uh, it comes out of your uh, out of your points. So yeah, it does nice. push you not to just do the bare minimum and go, yeah, I've done it. It does... You've got to really... Yeah. And you'll know in the sixth round that you need to get all of them down because that's the only way you've got a chance of beating these weird people whose brains work like that. Yeah. And um, so you're frantically, desperately trying to get it down. Yeah, I really like it. I yeah. think it's it's mm. different uh, to a lot of games we've played. Yes, that's the big important part of it for me. Yes, it's not mm. like anything we've done before. Mm. And the, uh, the lovely uh, demonstrator at uh, the board game expo, very expertly took the timer out. Yes, yeah, took out some of the harder rules yeah. and ran us through a couple of games and introduced it a bit. Sort of well. broke us in a little bit, unless you're Colin and your face hurts anyway. Didn't, <laughs> didn't we kind of say to her, think of us like idiots? We and did, then yeah. Stop imagining us as idiots and just, we're idiots. Please, yes. please teach us slowly. Yeah, and she, and she very kindly well. went, No, you're not, you're not, it's fine, but I'll simplify things for you. So, <laughs> yeah. so she treated us like idiots but told us we weren't, even though she was treating us like we were, but subtly. <laughs> it was very kind of her. Yeah. Uh, but it worked because people bought stuff. Yeah, yeah, we ended up with two copies of that for our gaming group. Yeah. Neither of which are mine, which is amazing to That's me. True. Neither of which we've played since. I've no, played yeah, that have. one, yeah, several times. Well, meh. But we, because we it's it four player, because <laughs> one, one went off with one person, one stayed with our That's gaming group. Right, we've, and we've got to have four. It's four player, um, we generally don't have four player gaming nights. No. And if we do, we play two games of Malifaux. Yeah, yeah. But if we were having that sort of gaming night, yeah. it was, you know, if there were three of us and someone else who doesn't play those sorts of Tabletop war games, yeah, yeah, definitely. We'd definitely look at that. Anything else we'd like to add? I would say it's all. You can also play it against yourself. Yes. Yeah, you if can. If you enjoy though, if if you like the sound of that kind of puzzle yeah. game, but you don't have a gaming group or they're you just like to challenge yourself occasionally. Yeah, it, yeah. it feels you like can. doing a not like a Sudoku because the principle is different, but that yeah. kind of self challenging. It, it's a, doing a puzzle. Yeah. The way it felt to me playing it, if you want to realise that your brain is actually a muscle. Play it, realise part of the back of your brain hurts, yeah. come back to it a couple of days later, realise you're a little bit better at it, and then your brain starts hurting again. It yeah. is the kind of thing I think, sir, if you're really into puzzles, you could get very, very much into it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You could get really into doing it. Um, and yeah, you could uh, sit at home playing with your balls on your own. Yeah. And then none of your friends will want to play because you're, you've become that guy that's touched all your balls really good yeah so I just thought I'd try and get the last balls joking yeah. before we uh, before we moved on away from the balls <laughs> balls <laughs> <laughs> oh we are such children okay <laughs> now we're probably going to probably be able to have as much fun with the next game yeah uh, the next game that we thought we'd talk about is another sort of puzzle game yeah bit more social it's yeah. competitive but also cooperative it has a nice little twist to it and that game its name is Dixit <laughs> D-I-X-I-T well, I love Dixit. you love Dixit? I do yeah, love I do Dixit. Dixit as well Although, go for it it is well it's I'm shit at describing things Brian describe things because I'm awful at this okay part. so Dixit involves you um, sharing out a hand of car- uh, deck of cards so you each have a hand of cards yeah. the person whose go it is will pick one of those cards lay it face down so no one can see and they will use a phrase or a word or a noise or an action yeah. to describe what's on that card everyone else will then pick a card of their own 
that they think matches that. Yeah. Put them in a pile. Everything gets shuffled together so you don't know whose is whose. You lay them out. The people whose go is vote on which one they think belongs to the original player. Yeah. So everyone else, when they're picking their cards, they're trying to trick people into voting for them. Now, just when that sounds fairly easy, because you just think, I'll say something really obvious. Yeah. You don't want, as the player whose turn it is, to have everyone pick it. Yes. You get points if some people pick your card. Yeah. If no one picks your card, you've been too obscure, and everyone else gets points. Yeah. If everyone picks your card, you've been too obvious, and everyone else gets points, you don't get any points. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the trick is to try and say something that some people will get and some people won't. Yeah. And the trick when you're putting things down is you're trying to get people to vote for you because if they pick your card instead, you get points as well. Yes. Yeah. And you have this lovely box and the, the game box is really nice because the game box is also the scoreboard. Yeah. It has a little card bit that slots in the top yeah. and you have little wooden bunnies that are very, very cute yeah. and as you get <laughs> points, they race around the uh, race yeah. around the track, around the pond in the middle. Yeah, which is nice. Which is quite lovely. Which is very dream-worthy. Yeah. Now, a game like this where it's all down to the pictures, because you get a a set of cards with it, and there are are dozens of expansions now. Yeah. And you can play this up to 12 people with one of the expansions. Yeah. It gives you different colours for your bunnies and such like. Um, You... That might get a bit confusing with that many players. I think they changed the scoring slightly. Yeah. Makes it fair, because you've got so many, but I think they they changed some of the... It's too easy not to have everybody catch on to your thing, I would have thought, 12 players. Yeah, yeah, you're probably... You're very less likely to have everyone guess your thing. Yeah, 12 people. The art cards are what makes it. And I am not an artist. Nope. But one of us is. So Colin can run us through what he remembers of the art. Yeah, um, it's... Not overly, it's quite simplistic art style. Kind of thing, a refined child's drawing is, is what I think. It of reminds it. me of the illustrations in a children's book. Yes. From it's... turn of the century, yeah. maybe up to the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. It's full of anthropomorphic mice with armour on yeah. and uh, miniature things battling on chessboards and dragons and hot air balloons that could go on adventures climbing a ladder into the clouds it's it's very much a almost child's fantasy really the dreams you had as a kid um, and I really love it because of the the colours are all nice and, and calming it's it really does feel like you're in a dream while you're playing. And I, I, I really, really like the artwork. It is very simple, but it's effective. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it, it works because of it's simple. Too complicated. Yes. And you'd never know what anybody was Yeah, saying. you don't want a picture of a knight yeah. fighting a dragon but with all the colours and rendering and everything else they put on it. They're nice. They're abstract enough in a lot of respects. You can <sighs> reference a lot of things with a single card. Yes. Um, yeah, you've got... <clears throat> There's enough background detail and there's enough variation in the detail and enough similarity between certain cards that it's not very, very easy or very, very difficult. It's got a nice balance in the main game box. Yes. Um, I mean, we've played, and we've played this with quite a lot of, I wouldn't say non-gamers because they're playing games, but people that don't board game or play those sorts of games regularly. Yes. And they've enjoyed it. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I, I haven't played it with anyone yet who hasn't enjoyed it yeah, and hasn't yeah, picked true. it up. I 
did find it's um, you, you kind of learn a lot about people while you're playing it actually yeah yeah from what they pick and what you think their cards are and actually what their cards are is quite interesting from a psychological point of view yeah Similar. definitely you're looking at a lot more abstract area of their mindset yeah. than something based on words would do yeah, yeah. Um, it's similar to when we were playing. We talked about code names in our Skullduggery yeah. special. Mm, yes, yeah, and yeah. So why have you made those links? Oh, I kind of see that. Or yeah, you I know, mean, you can I make references. You know that one other person's seen that film that yeah. this card reminds you of. You're sure they're going to recognise if you say that. Yeah, it, it's one. Of those, it definitely helps if you're playing it with people that you know at least fairly well, yeah. because then you can start going. Right, I think that's their card, but I actually think that person is that person's card because of this reason, because yeah. of that thing he said two years ago, which has reminded me of, of yeah. that. Which I quite like, because it's, it's interesting getting inside other people's heads and yeah. what mm. are they thinking. I do remember a few games where we sit there with the cards laid out on the table going, that can't be it because that's way too obvious for them. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the other yeah. thing. It's as the player who's who's said the word or phrase and put their card down it's quite fun to go right I think everybody will expect me to put this card down so yeah. I'm going to put that card down because this and this person might get what I'm saying but yeah. they won't because they weren't there at yeah. that yeah. yeah and it's, I really like that we've yeah. had some um, movie references and things yeah. that where we know that certain people don't like certain movies but one of the cards kind of leans towards that yeah, yeah. Um, we've had some D&D references yeah. but quite often you're trying to you're just trying to nudge a couple people that you know towards it yes, yes. and you're then sat there hoping oh I really hope they get that so I really hope that they they've seen Labyrinth or yeah. they remember that scene from Lord of the Rings where I'm I'm referencing with my yeah. With yeah. The picture you're hoping some of your friends understand what you're talking about but not all of yeah. them yeah. you're also kind of hoping that what you've referenced is open enough that somebody else is going to put a card down that also simpler fits, yeah. fits yeah. to it because uh, you've got no idea what they've got in their hands so you no. don't know if they've got cards that's going to fit your yeah and there is a nice tension when we because we get you've got a set of counters to vote with and we kind of put them in the middle and then flip them over and reveal them yeah and there is a nice tension in that moment especially when you're the person that's laid things down where you go oh and then you reveal what it was and it has that little those little moments where you're not just playing the game you're going why did you put that down? Yeah. Or yeah. why did you vote for me? I just threw in any old card because nothing fit and you voted for me and they go, oh, well, I thought this and this and you go, I'm a genius <laughs> without realising it. And I love games that let you talk and let you discuss as you go or afterwards where you're yeah. like, why did this happen or what happened? Yeah. Builds, How the hell did you get that link? Yeah, it builds conversation yeah. as well as having the game itself being the focus of attention. Yeah. Your attention is also on the people and what they're doing and you learn about them, and yeah, yeah. as we said. It's also really easy to insult everybody. Yeah? Yeah. Because I remember I put down a card and where this is a really nice, clever link, I will put this down. Nobody got the link, so I didn't get any points. And then I think it was one of our friends turned around and went, oh yeah, I saw the link, but I didn't think that was you because it seemed too clever. <laughs> <laughs> and I think everybody got that idea. I was like, oh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, Cheers, guys. I'll yeah. just go and sit in the corner yeah. with my 
skipping rope. I mean, <laughs> I remember we uh, one of the things we did. There's a there's a picture that is a door without a wall opening onto what looks like a dungeon. Yeah. Yes. And we'd been along to see the Nightmare Live show. Yeah. And yeah. two of the group didn't come. Yeah. And so I said, um, "You're in a room." Which is obviously the catchphrase for, from Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And only one of the people <laughs> that are actually there got it, which is enough for me to get my point. Um, but I was all really tense because I looked around and went, no one's got it. Oh, thank you. Thank you, one person. <laughs> and it's a nice, as I said, it, it, it's a puzzle game. Yes, it's a social game and you're interacting, but you're trying to put those links together and it's again it's a different part of your brain you're thinking yeah. visually yes and then you're thinking about again that abstract way you're trying to connect you're trying to put things together you're trying to put links in there and yeah. that kind yeah. of thing so i really like dixon mm. yes i really really like it i quite happily play that anytime anybody wanted yeah it's, again it's, a lot it's of fun. not a yeah. very long game because no. you play until the deck of cards runs out yeah now the one, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah, I was going to say the, the thing with it is when it ends, I've always wanted to carry on. Yes. yes. Which yeah. is nice. I've never gone, oh, thank God that's over, or oh, that was just the right time. I've always yeah. gone, I could quite happily play that again mm-hmm. right straight away. Which yeah. Is, which is good for a game. It is a game if you're playing with a group, a lot of the same people, you will need the expansions because the cards your brains get stuck in a certain loop. Yeah, and the, the cards start yeah. repeating. Yeah. I mean, even we haven't played it that much but I've started memorising most of the cards yeah, yeah we played um, half a dozen times I think yeah there's, I would say there's one of them that's like a picture of um, a big feast of things yeah <clears throat> and although I've forgotten it right now I know if I saw that card I'd, I'd make the Dungeons and Dragons reference that card Heroes no it was Heroes, Heroes feast. feast yeah so it was Heroes yeah. was the one because we had one player playing who wasn't a D&D yeah. fanatic. Yeah. And in fact, refused to play D&D until we tricked her into playing um, <laughs> Lords of Waterdeep. Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah. Hi! <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, yeah, we... So we, our friend said that, and then every time that's come up, if there's been someone who's not a D&D player, that's every, the thing everyone says. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's just stuck in the head. It's almost it's hard to get out of that. Yes, yeah, you start when you've got it. associating those cards with yeah. those words, which you yeah. can't then break out of. So you do, if you're yeah. going to play it, I'd say more than half a dozen times, which you want to because yeah, it is yeah. a fun game. You need to start getting the expansions. Yeah. But I'd happily, I'd happily grab an expansion. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd, I don't know what the card quality is like if you haven't looked at the expansions. No, I, I would say it's. I think I've seen a couple of the cards, not the entire box, yeah. and they look as good. As yeah. they are, and they seem to have different tones to them. The different yeah, expansions. they've got different themes. To yeah, the one of them, I think the card I saw was actually quite dark. Yeah, in Ooh. a still very nineteen twenties child illustration, but mm. it, in quite a oh, as, an, as a kid, this would be still light and fluffy. But as an adult, this you is can see oh, the... I can see. Yeah, this is not <laughs> a pleasant picture the adventure time yeah. style it can cut, well not yes. style of picture but that kind of that kind yes yeah and i which I, I still really liked it yeah yeah and i suppose if you if you get bored of the cards there and can't get the expansion you get some pornographic playing cards and play adult dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes 
I just, my brain is just going, what could I actually say that wouldn't be exactly the same for every single class? <laughs> yeah. Vagina. <laughs> I may not have thought that through. I've just thought of that now. Now, a game that's very similar to Dixit, but kind of moves on and gives it a theme and a bit of a story. Because uh, the two games we've looked at so far are kind of fairly abstract. Yes. yes. There's no reason why your bunny's running around the table in Dixit. No, it's just a nice, quaint fairy tale yeah. style thing. And in dimensions. Just a way of keeping score. Yes. Yeah, dimensions, you're just, you're just a ball stacker. You just yeah. love to stack some balls. Yeah. It's, it's fine. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Competitive ball stacking. <laughs> what I could have used for the pornographic playing cards. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dimensions. Um, <laughs> that's a weird clue. Uh, we've been playing quite a bit recently actually I only picked it up just before Christmas yeah. we've been playing Mysterium mm. Mm. am I going to do the explanation of Mysterium? you did the explanation for the other two it seems yeah, fair yeah we'll keep it consistent yeah. so Mysterium is like Dixit crossed with Cluedo yes, yes. so you're there the, the background story is it's the 1920s your characters are holding a seance on Halloween yep. trying to contact the spirit of someone who was murdered to find out who they were, no, sorry, um, who killed them, yeah. where they killed them, and, and what they killed them with. So yeah. that classic Cluedo, who, this what, person where. in the in the thing with the stuff, yeah, Miss Scarlet in the greenhouse with the lead pipe, yeah. So it's set sort of thirty years after the person was killed, and one of you plays the ghost. Yes. The ghost will... There will be a selection of cards, and there's a lot of cards for each of the three different sections. Yes. Um, there's a sort of 20 or so uh, for each one. And so you've got the person, the location, and then the weapon. Yeah. The ghost will have cards that match the ones that are out in front, because you don't use all of them. You use more or less, depending on the difficulty. Yeah. The cards will have them lined up for each player, a set of cards three of them uh, person place and weapon mm -hmm. yep they then very much like Dixit they will pick cards from a deck so they'll have a hand of cards they'll have um, they'll pick some cards and they will give them to the players around the table once they've given cards to the last person they flip a timer so it is timed um, a little yeah. bit like Dimension actually so yeah. you've yeah. got that you've got that sort of that time pressure and the players need to look at their cards and decide where... So, first of all, who they think the person is. If they get that, then they move up and then they've got to do the location. If they get that, then they get the thing. And each time they collect the card and keep it. So it becomes slightly easier. So if one of you is doing really well, they're helping out everyone else. Yes. Now, the game <laughs> is cooperative. Yes. So everyone is on the same side. So the, the ghost wants to give good clues. Yeah. The players want to help each other out and go, oh, I think this, or have you considered that, or this is an idea, or well, we're both on the same one, so it can't be both of us. Yeah. Why don't you try that, or I'll try this. There is a slight competitiveness. Yes. In that you get um, sort of hunch uh, tokens yep. that say yes or no. So if I think Aaron's making a ridiculous guess... I will put that down. Sorry, it's an intuition token. I'll yeah. put that... I'll put a cross down. Yeah. If the ghost then tells him that he's wrong, I will go up the intuition track. Yeah. And this is really important because at the end of the game, as long as everyone's reached the end, because if not everyone reaches the end, the game is over and you've failed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as happened to us last time we yeah, played. we did. We played our first medium difficulty game and it was really hard. Yeah. Mm. I would have thought medium would be quite good for a 
spirit based game. Mm. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> As you should be. Yeah. So the final phase is that the ghost will look at the cards in their hand and decide which which player's collection actually is the murderer. Yeah. Yeah. And actually is what really happened. Um, and the idea is that as people at, at the, the seance, each card is a vision that you get. But you don't just get one card, you can get more, apart from in the final round where you just get three. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you've been intuitive and you've got to the end quickly or you have guessed and said, oh, I think Aaron's right, I think Colin's wrong and that was correct. The more times you're correct, the more intuition you'll build up, the more of those cards you can see before you vote. Yes. Yeah. So you want to get to the point where you're seeing all three. Um, which can be quite tricky, especially if you're like me, because I tend to race ahead, but I can never get other people yep. right yeah. or wrong. No. So I tend to, most of my intuition points come from getting to the end early and you get a bonus. Whereas I find me and Aaron are the complete opposite, where we lag behind, but we always seem to get everybody else's. Yeah. 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 We're just shit at our own, it turns <laughs> yeah. out. Mainly because I think we listen to you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we put you off. So we're <laughs> so I'm ignoring <laughs> all them. So... At the end, you then turn these cards over. Everyone votes at their time. So if you've been really unintuitive, you might only get one card. Yeah. And then you've got to vote. But your vote counts the same as everybody else's and you have to vote. And then you flip another one and another one. And it's a majority wins situation. If there's a tie, the person who's done best, so has the most intuition, breaks the tie. Yeah. And you all win or lose together, which yeah. I really like. But you're not allowed to discuss that final section. That last bit is done in silence. Yeah. And it's actually rather tense. Yeah. Well, in essence, you've had <laughs> the rest of the game to work out how the player who's playing the ghost thinks. Yeah. <laughs> and you're <coughs> hoping that the other players around the table have also grasped that this person likes colour. Or yes. this person yeah. is going to pick on this tiny detail of the background yeah. of the card. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea of those last three cards is one should relate to the murderer, one should relate to the location, and one should relate to the weapon. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. But it's, it's supposed to. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to work. Was I or was I not right? Yeah, you, you were right for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. You turned around last time we played and went, well, that one's that, and that's that, and that's that. And they went, no. But you got the right guess. <laughs> Whereas I was wrong. Yes. Completely. Yeah, I really like Mysterium. It's a little bit complicated. That explanation you might need to listen to twice. Yeah. Uh, it's yes. a little bit complicated the first time. If you've got, you know someone who plays it or has got it or um, is the person who's read the rules, they should be the ghost first. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's really nice because it's a very different game depending on which side of the little screen you're sat on. Yeah. If yeah. you're the ghost, you're trying to get into everyone else's mind and you're you're giving the clues. Much like Dixit, you're going, right, I need to give them the clues. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, I need to give this person this card because they think like this and yeah. I'll yeah. give this person this card and what the hell are they thinking? Why have they gone there? Jesus Christ, yeah. right now I've got to find better cards for them because they're idiots. Yeah. yeah. And we have one friend who's really, I think is really good when we play this game because he plays the ghost in silence yeah, it's yeah. a suggestion in the rule book to try and get into the, the spirit of the game <laughs> spirit <laughs> hey! um, and he knocks on the table so he'll knock once for, for no twice for yes yeah. Yeah. so he'll just point at the individual yeah. players and do, and it, it builds that atmosphere because you can't communicate with the ghost no because no, he's dead um, 
and I, I've been the ghost. I've had to hide under the table because everyone's getting everything wrong, and I yeah. thought I might scream. Uh, and I'm not wanting to give anything away. Yeah. The best game of Mysterium we had, same player, wore a, a, uh, <laughs> yeah. a screen mask from their Halloween costume that was kicking around. Yeah, and, and a sheet. And a, and sheet, a sheet over their head. So you couldn't even read his facial features. Yeah. yeah. That, that was brilliant. That was yeah. brilliant. It was really good. And we did it. Yeah. But we had no clues. No. Because he was covered in this sheet, so his body language was, was impossible to read. Couldn't yeah. see his facial features. All we got was pointing and knocking. It was quite sinister being pointed at. And yes. At. Now, given the clues might seem fairly simple, yeah. but like Dixit, you've only got... The ghost only has a limited hand of cards. There's yes. Seven cards. Yes. Every time they give a card out, they can draw back up. Yeah. Um, on easy, it doesn't matter, but on medium and harder, you've got a limited amount of throw these old cult cards away and reshuffle. Yeah. On the easy mode, you can do it once per round. Yeah. And you've got seven rounds before the final bit if everyone makes it. Yeah. Um, yeah, on medium, you can only do three, three times. And you have little crows that clip onto yeah. your board, which look quite cool. Mm -hmm. um, and on hard mode, you get one. Yes. <laughs> you get which, one. Considering one the medium over. game we played, all three of them were used and we still lost. Yeah. Yes. Well, we've lost an easy game before as well. Yeah. Have we? Yeah, I don't yeah. think you were there I don't, for that one. No, that's I, the I, only I've one I remember losing. I've definitely lost an easy game as yeah. well. It, we got yeah. to the end, but we guessed it wrong at the end. Uh, I think that's where a lot of players will fall down, because you're all looking at these cards. You're not allowed yeah. to talk about what you're voting for. Then you vote for it and go, oh, balls, Jeff had the most intuition, so he gets to pick. And yeah. No idea. Jeff's yeah. an idiot. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we and lost. You were saying the artwork... It's very nice. Yes. yes. Um, they're all... The, the vision cards are abstract. Yeah, extremely. The character cards are sort of portraits of the characters yeah. surrounded by items, mm. often in a distinctive colour. They're the ones you guess first, and they're generally fairly easy. You yeah. say that. The locations <laughs> are really detailed. Yeah. Uh, the cards, again, that you look at are really detailed, um, and again, quite strongly coloured. The cards that you use for the weapons are tiny little miniature playing card size not the double size of everything else so they're yeah. like a quarter size compared to the others and they can be really tricky yes. I found they can be really tricky because they just have a picture of an item yeah. with a colour splash yeah. and that can be especially as the ghost you're going how do I get them to pick the garden shears I've got a picture of a balloon going over a field of spiky stuff <laughs> how does that work yeah you might go, field, yeah, go on, do that. And then they pick something completely different. They go, yeah, green. Oh, the, ba the balloon's got a rope on it. It must oh, be yeah. the rope. Yeah, yeah, Which but we, we were right about that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I went chains, it's like the rope. And you guys went, no, it's got hooks on the end. It must be the stabby thing. Yeah. And I was right and you were wrong. Yeah, but then, yeah, but at the we, end, then yeah. he put the balloon up. Yeah. Yeah. And you went, no, it can't be the rope. And no. we went, where's the rope? No, went, that's far too obvious. talking about the adventurer <laughs> character in, when referencing that. I went, no, no, it's, it's the ropes because there's loads of balloons. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Huh? Yeah, and you've got a nice little cast. You've got like a sinister Sweeney Todd Barber-looking guy. Yes, who looks a bit like an evil weasel. Yeah. You've got um, a nanny. A nanny. You've got uh, a female engineer. You've got a nice gender mix. Mrs. Potato well. Face. Mrs. Uh, potato uh, Face. Never yes. forget Mark Hamill's wife. It's ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sad potato family. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a there's a hunter. Uh, as a policeman, as a policeman and a postman so. who I keep thinking is some kind of 
and military officers. It's the guy who I can't decide if he's meant to be like a country squire or a gameskeeper or so. There's one guy I can't work out what he's meant to be. He looks like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. When I first saw that card, I thought it was Sherlock. It was some kind of detective. Yeah. Yeah. But then he's got all these other, and I'm like, what is this guy? It's just a bloke. And if you get him, you're screwed. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, it's a, it's, it's a fascinating game because very much like Dixit, you sit there working stuff out about people and going, that's really weird how they've made that connection. Yeah. How have they got to that? That's bizarre. Oh, that person's looking at colours. Well, they're dull. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember having I a... Don't partic- like shapes. Before we grasp this in the micro machines playthrough. <laughs> I remember having a particularly tricky round and having a handful of rubbish cards, so I dumped four... Yeah. Um, on you, I think it was, Colin. Just a big handful of cards and threw them at you. Yeah. And you managed to flukily guess the right way. <laughs> like, there was no link. Um, oh. Yeah, it's good. And as the ghost, you're kind of listening to their chatter. You're really paying attention to what they're doing. It's not like you turn off and go to sleep for five minutes while no. they things out. Because they're leaving you clues. They're talking about the characters. And if I go, well, that guy's definitely a gamekeeper, you might have gone, that's Sherlock Holmes, shut up. But you might then find a clue that, oh, that's gamekeeper. Yeah. 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 And you've oh, got. Oh, Aaron keeps talking about the colour of the sky is the same, right? I'm better, I like better large make, colours. I'd better make sure there. Yeah, that was a rude example, but it's quite funny. But <laughs> one, going one day right. We'll, we'll oh. build you up to shapes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, it's, it's a nice thing. And I like the fact that it's cooperative. Yes. Yeah, you're all in it together. And yeah, you can compete on the intuition track, but you yeah. want everyone to make it. You're not yeah. competing yes. at the expense of someone. No. Like everyone's involved all the way through. Um, and last time when we failed, we still played the final round. Yes. Well, yeah, we did it for, for a bit of well, fun. Yeah, I and mean, we won we were, that bit. We yeah. were with yeah. somebody who hadn't played, played it before, so yeah. it seemed a bit harsh to go, right, that's it, we lost, we yeah. won't do the final bit. Yeah. Um, you suck, thanks for making us lose, goodbye. That yeah, was that actually, that, that was it wasn't, me. yeah, I was like, it was, it was, and... I, I screwed up yeah. massively yeah. on the yeah. I was saying I was misleading people, so I know that was definitely part of my fault. Well, I went on about a bloody Greek myth for 20 minutes and refused to bunch. That made perfect sense. It did make perfect See, I convinced Aaron... <laughs> Me and Aaron were quite happy in our corner going, well, that works. It's yeah, not everybody yeah. else. <laughs> who was it who didn't make it? Uh, me. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Hadn't I pointed out the correct one to you the previous turn and you still didn't Yeah, because I had my own mad, mad, <laughs> mad thought. Yeah. yeah. So we're all staring at Colin and I'm going, don't put it there. Don't put it there. <laughs> yeah, put it down and everybody's like crosses yeah. on the intuition thing. He went, no, no, I'm definitely right. <laughs> yeah. And there is a there is a little story behind what's happening and you've got named characters. You have an individual sort of picture of your character as well. Yeah. In a sort of envelopey thing you tuck the other cards into as you pick them up. Yeah. Um, it's really nicely made. Hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It's high quality. The pictures are lovely. The pieces are nice and sturdy. And there's a very, very accurate timing thing on the end of the box. Yeah, yes. it says that it should take 42 minutes. <laughs> now, bear in mind that you're giving out clues. You only flip the timer when you give out the last clue. Yeah. Unless we've read that wrong. We're certainly having a moment of panic. You'll maybe have to turn the timer every time we give a clue out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that's confusing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, rounds can take different amounts of time. You've got 
the deciding, you might take less. But they've all taken about 42 minutes. Yeah, it's weird. Give or take five minutes either side. Yeah, yeah. it's not been a bit. It's not like Malifaux where it goes, right, this will take about an hour. Yeah. Seven hours later, yeah. we're still playing. Even yeah. where we've played a six-player game with five players and a ghost, it's yeah. taken the, about the same. Yeah, it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's scarily it's, accurate. It yeah. is. It's like it's psychic. Yes. <laughs> Copyright strike. <laughs> yes, yeah. Excellent. So that was uh, three of our favourite puzzle games. Yes. Uh, we've got Dimension, sort of competitive, very abstract, 3D kind of puzzles. It's just balls. It's just balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which Colin's not a fan of, but we'll try again. Oh, yes, I think if I played some more of it, I'd actually go, oh, I like this and I'm not bad at it. But for now, it's just balls. Yes. And potentially, it might make you better at your uni work. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah it might. If you sit there playing with your balls more often, you might get more work done. Oh, that's what no I've one been going has going ever said. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it. we love for the, uh, the cutesy... Uh, graphics yeah um, it's just pictures it's just pictures yeah it's just it's just dicks it um, <laughs> and it has a, a little bit of competitive I mean I, I always win at dicks it I don't think I've lost me, me, the game me, yet. Me, me, me. Yeah, no, no, I've beaten. Lost. I've beaten. Oh, you beat me once. Yeah, didn't you? I beat yeah. You by I've, a fucking mile as I've well. I've wiped as I that one because that doesn't count. Yeah. I was second. Yeah, but I was first by a yeah. lot. Yeah, it was. It Damn was you. way up there. Damn you and your. <coughs> it's because they're flat. You're good at things that are flat. <laughs> <laughs> we need three D dicks. I, I like pictures. There you go. That's more. Like we can all have our collections of models and. That wouldn't work. No, ah, my brain hurts. Um, there with your hand up <laughs> yeah but for a, a slightly more involved more complex version of Dixit with a sort of cooperative puzzle solving yeah. edge yeah. Uh, give Mysterium a go can't yeah. recommend that game enough I, I really enjoy it yeah. just, just mutism yeah <laughs> okay just, just ghosts just, just ghosts yeah um, just sad cards <laughs> um so in the spirit of the medium if you uh, like what we've uh, done if you like the podcast please make sure to subscribe so you know when we've made more we do one every Tuesday we do Uh, you can leave a like because that magically makes people find it on the internet that makes us happier yes We do get excited. We message each other when we get likes. Yeah. Or you could even leave a comment. <gasps> we could talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Prove that there are people out there. Yeah. I don't believe it. It's a kind of mass hallucination that we share. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Until next time, I've been Brian. I've been Colin. And I've been Aaron. We've been the Critical Twits. Bye. Bye. Bye.